Welcome to The Pen and the Yod. Join Rabbi Michael Siegel of On at Synagogue in Chicago and author Jonathan Eig as they talk about this week's Torah portion of Akev. I can't get no satisfaction thinking about food consumption and gratitude. So do you watch that great summer classic, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship? <laughs> oh, God. No, it's revolting. I can't stand to look at that. I mean, it's kind of like looking at a train wreck or something, you know? It's just, to me, it's like the worst of America. I don't know. I think someday when, when they make a documentary about about the, the, the demise of America, they'll open it with the scene of the of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest or, or professional wrestling. It'll be one of those two. Here is such a sports fanatic. I thought <laughs> you would just, you, you would have given a different response. Oh, no, I hate it. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's everything that's that's disgusting about this country that I love. I, I have to agree with you. I think you know, the fact that Joey Chestnut ate 63 hot dogs and buns in a kind of a short amount of time, it's, it is, I think revolting is the right word. It's just- I don't even know if you can call it eating though. I think you can call it, <laughs> he shoved right. in his in his orifice. Well, okay. <laughs> and, and But I think that, I think that it, it I, and I like the way that you framed it, I, that it's not just a statement about Nathan's hot dogs. It's a statement about America, that this is what we think of as entertainment or something, a spectacle, a spectacle of something that we want to watch. And, you know, we're doing this while at the same time we know that there are many Americans who are food insecure. So I don't mean to, you know, be the ultimate wet towel here, but it is true. And the fact that we kind of see it as sport to see someone really literally with their cheeks filled and stuffing themselves and drinking water is entertainment says a lot. And the level of obesity in our country, the fact that we eat to excess so many different ways and that restaurants, you know, sort of pile it high. Look how much we are getting for five dollars, right? right? Right. You know, every commercial is like, can you believe it? You can get all of this for two ninety nine. Yeah, we, we put a donut on your cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. right, cheese, right. Cheeseburger right. with a donut bun, right? It's, I like all the stuffed crusts that they come. It's, these pizza places offer. They stuffed a, they stuffed the pizza inside the crust of your pizza, and inside that is a lobster roll and <laughs> God right. only knows what. And in a way, I'm wondering if we haven't lost an understanding of what it means to be satisfied. Like, I've eaten till I'm satisfied. And this is something that comes up in our toll reading this week. There's a, there's a phrase in our toll reading of Akev, V'achalta v'savata uverachta. You will eat, you will be satisfied, and you will bless. You'll eat, you'll be satisfied, and you will bless. And this, by the way, becomes the basis for grace after meals, for Birkat Hamazon. Mm. And we actually recite these words in the singing of Birkat Hamazon. Viachalta v'savata uverachta. It's part of the part of the prayer itself. We we kind of repeat it aloud. I was going to say regurgitated, but I thought that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you for sparing. Sorry, me. it was horrible. Um, <laughs> But okay, let me let me ask you this. What if I'm not satisfied? What if I don't like the meal? What if I go out? What if I'm, you know, 
sitting and I made myself something to eat and actually, which is more than likely, it's terrible that nobody would want to eat this. Do I still have to say the blessing if I'm not satisfied? Or maybe I don't have enough to eat. Do I still have to say Birkat Amazon with this inflationary economy? You know, this is these are actually real questions, unfortunately, we have to ask. So I'll ask you, do you think you still have to say Birkat Amazon in those situations? Um, yeah, I think you do. And I think you should, because it's about appreciating the fact that you have something to eat. Um, even if it wasn't satisfying, even if it wasn't enough, you might have had nothing. And there are people right now who have nothing, especially um, you know, in the world conditions that we're seeing now with with supply shortages, with food not getting out of, of Ukraine and, and Russia. People are, are, are really starving. I think that if you have anything to eat right now, you need to be grateful for it and, and thank God. I think that's a really interesting point, but I want let's push it a little farther. What happens, do you think, spiritually, even psychologically, when you say, you know what, this isn't worth it. This is, you know, I, I am, I don't have enough. So what am I wasting my time thanking God for anything in this situation? It's easy to see how you get there, but what does that do to you? I think that's when you become jaded and you and, and selfish and you feel like you're taking it you're taking this personally and not seeing the old glass half full and kind of just appreciating the, that you have something to eat at all. I understand what you're saying, but I, I want to challenge it because if God forbid you or I were unable, along with our wives to Jen and Jenna to feed our families, if our children were going hungry, would I be so open to saying Birkatamazone? Hmm. That's a good point. I don't want to be cavalier about this, mm -hmm. but what I want to say is that there is a truly negative impact from not saying Birkat Amazon. Because on one level, I think it leaves you alone in the universe. In other words, you are a victim. I think it deprives you of hope. The fact that you can connect with God, that there you have something of value. You know, I'm not fully satisfied physically, but I can be somewhat satisfied spiritually, that all is not lost. I think that's a powerful issue. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I'm glad you called that to my attention because it is about believing and being in a relationship with God in the good times and the bad times and just making that commitment, right? I, I Well, I think... It's also that you're not alone, that God is with you, that God is with you. You know, years ago, I went to Haiti with my daughter, Emma. This is a remarkable, unforgettable experience. And we were with an organization that helps women with microloans kind of build up their savings and kind of pull their families together. The reason women were chosen is because they don't feel men are quite as trustworthy because men may not always take care of their families. So they begin the process with giving a person assignments. Before they give them any money, after the first visit, they give them a filtration system, a carbon filtration system, I think it was, because they drink you know, water from wells. Mm -hmm. so that it was really about creating some sort of purification system in the well. And when the person comes back, the overseer, the first thing they're going to do is they want to see a few weeks later if they've done what they were supposed to do. So I was going with this guy who was kind of a remarkable, remarkable figure, 
who had devoted his life to this organization. And everywhere we went, he would have a glass of water. Like a person would offer him a glass of water and he would drink it. And he would smile and thank them. And after like the fifth house, I said, I, I can't help but notice that you accept a glass of water. You can't possibly be that thirsty. Of course, it's me and my very sensitive understanding right, of the right. world. <laughs> and he said something that I'll never forget. He said, for most of these people, this is the first time in their lives that they've ever been able to offer another person something of worth, something of value. They have something that they can share. And as a result of that, I am part of this moment of gratitude where they can share something, where they have value, right? Yeah, and I kind of, I, I associate this story with, with this idea of what does it take to satisfy us? Americans are insatiable. And maybe that's driven by advertising. How you can, we could discuss this, you know, mm -hmm. ad nauseum. But this, this simple phrase, you will eat, you'll be satisfied, you'll bless, kind of forces us to ask the question about what does it mean to be satisfied? What does it mean for us to have enough? I was just thinking about um, my parents or my grandparents. Have you ever gone out to a restaurant and been embarrassed because, you know, your parents will order, you know, go to a Chinese restaurant, they'll order egg rolls and that'll be it. And then they'll share it. So with uh -huh. like, their, their entire yeah. bill comes to, you know, $6 and, and they're content. They just don't want more. It's not that they're being cheap, although in my case, maybe my parents are being cheap too. But um, it's really just because they know what they want and that's all that they want. And I've come to respect that more uh, as I get older, um, in part because I also, you know, feel like sometimes we just order because we're supposed to. And we, and, you know, if you don't order all the, all three courses, you're, you're not being a, a good customer, but they're, they're, they're getting what they want and what they need. And they're, and they're okay with that. Right. The corollary story to that are like survivors who sometimes would eat to excess. Oh yeah. Right. Because they, because this notion of being without was so profound. But there was also another phenomenon, which was that people would take food with them. They would take a roll with them. They would take something home with them. Because the trauma of being food insecure, and I think that, thankfully for most of us, we don't really face that food insecurity on that level. But it's really a matter of thinking, you know, as a community, like, when is enough enough? Yeah. Right. When do I just kind of push myself back from the table and say, you know what, I've had enough. I have to say, and this is on a personal level. Some of you may know that I was um, in the hospital for a while with sort of surgery that had gone awry. And so I was in the hospital for about three weeks. And up until literally um, the, I think it was the Saturday before I was going to be released, I had an NG tube in. So that meant that I was being fed intravenously. So I couldn't taste anything. The only thing I could have was ice chips. It's, a, it's kind of a tough diet plan, I want to tell you, Jonathan. I skip the hot dog eating contest. Yeah, right. But, but, you know, and I would lie in bed and I would actually think about what I would want to drink. And um, so it was like ginger ale. It was, it was kind of a strange thing. 
after not eating, literally tasting anything for so long, food is a very different experience for me right now. Mm, interesting. I'm much more focused on what I'm eating and how it tastes and and what feeling satisfied means. Sometimes, you know, you go without something and so it takes on a new meaning. But those words, I think, are something that as Americans, at a time when we are eating to excess, that we celebrate Nathan's hot dog eating, this uh, this phrase, v'chalta v'savata v'erachta, I think has special meaning and something that we should be talking about with our families, with our kids. What does it mean to have enough? Yeah, and I think even if even if I don't say the prayer every time I eat, I'm, I'm going to try to think of it more often now that after this conversation, I'm going to... Uh... I think it, it's really useful to keep in mind all the time. You know, we, how many times a day do you eat and and give thanks? Um, I know right. how many times a day I eat, but I'm not sure that I'm giving thanks. It's true, and I think that's an easy trap door for us to fall in. But it's it's the most basic way of acknowledging gratitude. That's vital for the for anyone who is interested in appreciating and being affected by religion. Thanks, Rabbi. Thanks for this conversation. It has been very satisfying, John. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>